0: Champagne Sharks, this is Trevor. Um, Go to, actually, no, you know, don't follow me on Twitter. That's good. Uh, (laughs) Actually, just go to patreon.com forward slash Champagne Sharks. Uh, Join for $5 a month and you will get all these back episodes over 100 premium episodes. So in addition to like the 100 free ones that you get in the main feed, you will get 100 plus premium episodes. But here is what's really cool. If you join up at patreoncom sports Champagne sharks for 5 dollars a month, you get a single feed, this podcast feed. You put it into your favorite podcast app, and when you put it in, you get the free and premium episodes on one feed. So you don't have to like have two separate feeds you maintain. You just dump your old Champagne Sharks feed, and you just enjoy this one new feed that will have both the free and the premium ones in one place. That's banging. We also have the Discord, which is a voice and chat server, which we're in a lot. And something that I've done in there too is I've put I've put this room in there where we announce upcoming guests and give people a chance to give us questions they want us to ask the guests. So if you want to know who the guests are beforehand and get a chance to get your questions asked of the guests by us, then by all means, that's another good reason to join. It's not any more money; it's just five dollars. Uh, what did it say for like the starving orphans, Kenny? Like, what is it like for the price of a cup of coffee? Actually, yeah. nowadays I can say for the price of a cup of coffee a day, but no, actually, for the, yeah, for the price of one day of Starbucks coffee, specialty coffee, you get like all these episodes. What is five? Di- what is five divided by thirty? I want to do that Sally Struthers Sixth. pitch.
1: Six divided by five is thirty. I mean, thirty divided by what the fuck am I talking about?
0: <laughs> hold, hold on, hold on, hold on.
1: This should be this should be
0: easy. Out oh, sixty cents for sixty for sixty cents a day. Hold, what, what, what is that? What, what costs sixty cents nowadays? Actually, no, no nothing. No, it's, <laughs> no you see, can probably it's get like be- taffies for sixty cents. It's, it's even it's even better. No, it's seventeen cents a day. Okay. For the price of 17 17 cents a day, the price of nothing, you can get a hundred extra Champagne Sharks episodes, chance to chop it up with us in the Discord. And I've been working kind of a lot, so I haven't had a chance to put up the newsletter, but that's something that I plan to do uh, as well. Something else that you will also get to facilitate the show coming out more often, because I'll be honest, we, we have been getting out eight a month consistently. I'm happy with that. But... What I ideally want to do is to make it two a week so that, you know, we don't have to, like, release a bunch at once and then, like, have a lull. Like, we, we always get the eight out, which will what yeah. we promise people. And we've been doing it several months straight, and I'm proud of that. But I would like to consistently have it two times a week. And even better, if we can get it the same time every day. So I figured one of the things that slows me down is putting together the elaborate show notes. So what we started doing, too, was putting the show notes as Patreon perks. So, for the $5 a month, you also can, you know, and then I'm free to just make nice long show notes as long as I want and don't have to worry about the character limit that happens in the podcast app. And what else? Also, for that $5 a month, you will also get the the free episodes 24 hours early. So, basically, the patrons going forward, you know, get 24-hour early access to the episodes. So, yeah, I mean the newsletters I'm really looking for. It's gonna have a lot of video links in there too, like a lot of cool videos, as well as like article links and like articles and commentary by us. So yeah, I mean, that's a lengthy pitch, but yeah, I mean that's basically it. And uh Kenny, I've been using up all the oxygen in the room. So I'll let you say whatever you want to say.
1: Uh I'm like T now. Don't follow me on Twitter. I mean I mean if you want to, you know what I mean? But I ain't really talking about shit. I mean, um <laughs> find me on Twitter, KD the BG. One thing I do notice is that uh a lot of people that do follow me, I know they're following me because they listen to the podcast and they see what I be tweeting and they just they unfollow eventually. So. Oh, oh, really? Oh, <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Okay. All the sports? No, but yeah. you know something, man? Like, I don't want this to be a
0: recurring bit of me just bitching about social media and being addicted to it. But, you know, I was talking to uh, Mario about it and I was like, man, it's not even like a good addiction, man. It's just like, you know, some addiction that you enjoy while you're doing it like the crack. You know, like the movie, the crack yeah. hits, hits the crack pipe and the room spins and shit. Yeah. Man. You know, the next day he's all fucked up in the game. But it's like, I'm addicted to something where when I get on it, I feel worse. And I'm like, you know, what the fuck is that about? Yeah. Like, like, yeah, it's like, uh, so I've been trying to like, um, you know, cut back, just do like jokes and stuff. But even the jokes aren't good because you know what happens, man, when you get past a certain amount. I'll tell you what the sweet spot was. Uh, 2000 was, I think, like the peak. When, When I had 2000, plus it was like mostly black followers. So they had a similar type of sense of humor. But, like, uh, woke white people, especially white men, are really, like, humorous scolds yeah. and stuff. So even make a joke, you know, like, uh, people just, like, kind of flip out. Whereas, like, it's kind of joke, like, a lot of black people will just, like, you know black men and women would just like laugh off and then like a white guy be like hey bro you think it's funny you know you think you think it's cool bro you know and they get like all like mad and shit yeah like, yeah yeah i see that a oh, lot oh yeah it's, it's just not fun man it's not fun. this guy i don't know i don't want to be one of those people that says oh everyone's too pc or whatever but i mean there's a little bit of truth to it i don't know uh, No, i
1: believe so it's like you know what ends up happening is like we always cross a line like there's a line where look, like, I get it. There's some stuff that is like, OK, yeah, you, you're going overboard. But then, it, then yeah. it's like, OK, look, we don't have to censor all the jokes and you know what I'm saying? Make Eddie Murphy apologize for a joke he told in 1984. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like yeah, nah, I'm not into that kind of well, shit.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, the thing I say about Eddie Murphy, he chose to do it, but also he probably started. Yeah, it writing it was his on the wall. it was his own thing, yeah. Yeah, it was his own thing he volunteered, but also he probably started writing on the wall. He knew it was going to come, mm-hmm. you know. So uh you know I don't think I don't think Eddie Murphy is stand up. I'm I'm worried it's not gonna be good. Just
1: because You know what? Okay, so yeah. I think it's gonna be good depending on I mean, cause he hasn't done anything since what, eighty? Seven eighty six. I don't. I don't think so. He has nothing wrong. uh,
0: Stand up. Like he's got to be rusty, man. I'm I'm sorry. Yeah, because he's got a lot of shit
1: to talk about. But
0: oh, oh, oh! I see. So he's saying that the time has been away. Do you know what I think will work? I think if he does it more like a one man show with jokes in it, I think that'll be cool because he's because you know acting stuff as monologues and keeping people engaged and entertained. Like he's always been charismatic. Oh yeah, yeah. It's more like the craft of. Joke punchlines, setup joke punchline. That's the part I'm worried is going to be rusty right. yet. But maybe it's like muscle memory, man. Maybe it's like riding a bike. I maybe, hope so. Yeah, I hope so too, man.
1: You know, it's almost like, you know, people waiting for Dr. Dre to put detox out. We've been yeah. waiting, but if it comes out on this garbage, man, that could be. Ugh.
0: But I got to tell you, man, that Compton uh, CD he did yeah. uh, to Cohen Star Street out of Compton, that thing was. It was worse than Trash because yeah, I think Trash can be interesting. Yeah. It was just boring. Like, it was so forgettable. I cannot even mm-hmm. remember a single thing on that
1: thing. But like, well, uh, what he did was he keep, you know, Dre has, you know, he has an eye for talent. But sometimes he just goes overboard. And it seemed yeah. like he had all these new rappers that nobody had heard of on there. And it was like, okay, look, at that point in time, the hottest rappers was like Kendrick. And, and Kendrick yeah. is on the album. But you could have had kendrick and a whole lot of other really really hot rappers that was from the west coast at that time you know what i'm saying but instead he yeah. opted but it out wasn't for just that. You know, it was it was
0: kind of boring like he could have had a bunch of new rappers on there yeah. and made it work but the beats they weren't bad enough to be bad but they weren't good enough to be memorable and that was kind of my problem with it it was just like uh it's okay it's it's yeah like, it wasn't bad, like, you know, but...
1: It wasn't so bad, I was, but I, if I never listened to it again, I wouldn't trip. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I can't remember,
0: Like, like sometimes a bad album can be fun. Like, uh, you ever hear the first Firm album? Oh, yeah. Uh, well, actually, the only Firm. That album... The only Firm great. album. <laughs> yeah, yeah, only Firm album. That album is, like, comically bad. It's like dolomite. It's, 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 right. like, it's like one of those dolomite blaxploitation things, where it's like, right. you know, Nas is trying to act in the skits, and, and, and Nas can't act. Like, Nas, like, just for rap. Shit. Like, yeah, yeah, like, like, for shit. Yeah, he can't act for shit. Yeah, he was trying to do like the Goodfellas skit. I remember so, sir. So. Yeah, he just put ice in the in at the waiter. The, he gave the waiter a thousand dollars just to keep the drinks cold, and he did the whole thing. It wasn't even like a twist or funny. I'm like, what the fuck is this?
1: And then yeah, it's like it, you're trying to you're wearing a costume and it doesn't even look right. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it's and, like you're wearing size you, seventeen Timberlands.
0: <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Nas is always looking Like he's wearing His big brother's clothes Right, time, right. And you, know, you know what he's like About that, that album too Like We used to walk around Rapping that album All day And it's like a It's a fun bad album Like cause Yeah First off You know I like I like that They just had so many Puns Or, or things On the word firm Like it was like Okay This song's gonna be called Firm All Stars I know This one's gonna be
1: called Firm Biz. I was just and about then, to say Firm Biz.
0: Yeah, they have another song, Firm Dick, you know, right. and, and uh, Firm Ass is going to be the fourth song. Like, this is firm. <laughs> and then the, the choruses are like, we are the firm all-star. Right. Fucking your bitch, we don't care. So it's <laughs> like, like, it's almost somebody like. Somebody really wrote that, that hook. That's not good. It's so bad. It's like that's like a hook that you and your friends in high school make as a joke. Like you know, like you see other in the hallways. We are the firm all stars.
1: Now we now it's we know why Dre bridge. wasn't. Dre always yeah. says that that album flopped that and album. it wasn't any good. He hates that album.
0: Yeah, yeah. That album was like, I'm like, this is seriously a super group. Like that, like that was supposed to be a super group. Like yeah. four top solo acts. Oh, you know what I love about that album too. If you look at the cover of the album. Originally, it was supposed to be on Core Mega*. Yep, yep. It was on the album. And I guess he went to jail. And he had a falling out. So
1: he had a falling out with um the rest Steve of them. Stout.
0: Oh, he had a falling out with Steve Stout?
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah Steve yeah. Stout didn't want him on the album at all. He wanted Nature, who knew about nobody. I had never even heard of Nature Yeah, yeah. before that album and, and, came out. And,
0: and Nature's was pretty forgettable. But you know what I like about that album, right? <laughs> when you look at the cover, it's so clear they photoshopped Nature in. It is at you look at it natures first of all he's half the size of the rest of them right like, right <laughs> and he's in the corner and he's like three quarters in shadow like 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 look up people who are listening look up the firm the album and like nature is like he looks like he photobombed the picture like he's not supposed to be there like not only they're not supposed to be there, but like he's like like uh the butler. It, it, it looks like there's That's three funny. it's like there's three gangsters and the butler just crept up from behind to ask him if they need any hot
1: water. Right, and right, just, right.
0: Popped up that. uh
1: I don't even I, remember a memorable verse from him on that album. I don't, I don't remember know. him rapping after that album. I don't remember.
0: Oh no, I don't remember it either. And and, and I remember like they just had a lot of gangster skits that were just yeah. so dumb. And then uh Az was doing this kind of generic Latin gangster accent that just. Yeah. I'm mean, like, what country? What accent is this? What what country?
1: It's supposed to be oh. Colombian? I mean, I'm 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 confused.
0: Oh god, that that album! I, I, we I used to listen to that album all day long, and we used to all sing along. It was just so like we didn't think it was good, but we just couldn't stop listening to that album. It was yeah, that wasn't but, a good yeah, yeah, Doctor Dr. Dre Doctor Dr. Dre at Chronic Two
1: Thousand One. He just mm-hmm. would not shut up about how much he hated. Oh, he hated that album. You could tell to it, but you know, remember because uh, he put that album out before it was called Doctor Dre Presents the Aftermath, and he had the yeah. video where he was dancing and shit, ballroom dancing and shit, like yeah. That was some forgettable shit, man. Like
0: it, it, it was, it was. Oh man! Oh, that like, These are the real things. That firm, firm fiasco, mm-hmm. firm family, firm all stars, firm biz, and then uh, that that mafioso rap era was like good and really bad at the same time.
1: Like, yeah, yeah. It started with like G Rap. G Rap started the whole mafioso type, you know, and then it yeah, just like spread.
0: You know, it's weird. G Rap started, but it
1: was like a cult. Thing. like he was the only
0: him and like a few other people were the only ones doing it yeah but but I tried th- but I think Biggie Smalls with the Frank White thing is yeah. the one that really blew it open to like where everyone their mother started doing it yeah and, uh, well yeah, Wu- Wu-Tang really Tang
1: before that because Wu-Tang was doing the whole you know um they uh, would go in between mafia yeah slash not superhero. so much Wu-Tang but but Ray and Ghost, and yeah Ray and Ghost. too. yeah
0: oh you know I used to live about Ray and Ghosts like they try to make it sound very international, so they would just keep bringing up different <laughs> ethnicities. But yes. some of them didn't even make sense. So like drug Bavarians, blah blah blah. I'm like, wait, Bavarians, like
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember what, what's that. A
0: drug Bavarian, like, like I never really thought of Bavaria as a drug. Like, because they are running out of countries to, like, you know, say that they were messing with. So, you know, after Colombians and Italians and There's Serbians really nothing whatever, else. They didn't
1: have anything else.
0: Yeah, So, but I, I love drug Bavarians. That was, that was my favorite. Like, like, all those dudes make chocolates and shit? Like, what? what I
1: remember that, too. I do remember that. Okay, Oktoberfest uh, drug dealers. Oktoberfest drug dealers. That was That's funny.
0: funny. I mean, maybe. I mean, maybe. You don't know. But it just goes I mean,
1: to show you how a lot of times, like, back in those days... You know, you be listening to listening to rap music or whatever, and like you're listening, but you're just caught up in the vibe because a lot of the times they wasn't talking about shit. Oh, like, no, no, but 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 they were rapping really well, man. I yeah. mean,
0: You might know think about with, with rapping black people in general. Like, it sucks with the like, slavery and stuff where you have no connection to your culture. And yeah. If you really think about it, man, we're always looking for a culture to kind of dig right. You think yep. about Wu Tang, right? Like there was a there was a hot second where dudes were trying to be, like, pro-African. We had the X-Clan yeah, yeah. shit. Yeah, And everyone had the medallions, and, you yeah. know, it was like the, the king's son be black and the 5% of stuff. Clan, and then. yeah. Yeah, but that was a short amount of time, but 90% of the time, we're always finding something else to, like, uh, you know, dick Riley. Like, like, you look at all, like, the mafioso rap, that was, like, a mm-hmm. good period. Uh, the
1: Wu-Tang with all the Asian stuff. The well, they were and, the you book. know, people would make, they, they would make, uh, like, they would make excuses. They'd be like, oh, yeah, you know, uh. They, you know, yeah, we use the Italian stuff, but you know, there was black dudes that was working with the with the mafia Oh yeah, too Bumpy, Johnson, day. yeah. yeah Bum- Bumpy, Bumpy Johnson, Johnson yeah, Bumpy Johnson. you know, like,
0: yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, I get it, bro, but why don't you just call oh. yourself Bumpy Johnson? What the fuck? Yeah, 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 exactly. You're not calling yourself Bumpy Johnson. You're mm. calling yourself like, you know, not oh, uh, the the span the Latin stuff too, like Nas Escobar, Nas
1: Escobar, you know, yeah,
0: and uh, or or even like when it comes to naming stuff like, the dictators, when the, you know, with uh, Tupac, yeah. you know, the, yeah. there was like Hussein Fatal and yeah. you know all these different dictator names and stuff and yeah I, but the firm was like had a whole bunch of like uh, fake scarface stuff that's your thing you know all the colombian and scarface yeah uh and the cuban stuff we were on that and i was thinking about i saw the video rock boys the other day and they're and he's like sitting in the back with all the guys from sopranos i think big Pussy's there and it's like oh come on they call you a mooly man like yeah. like why are you trying like but you know i guess we, like we don't really have a tradition that we're proud of you know it's kind of it kind of sucks um, it's
1: kind of like it's, it's. you know what else it's like it's like when you yeah. see a lot of these rappers running around with Ric Flair yeah you see all that now like a lot of these rappers running around with Ric Flair I'm like man Ric Flair is a fucking racist don't you guys know that but I
0: mean people just want to be accepted or adopted by somebody so yeah. bad yeah. man like I think that I mean that's a real thing man like being rescued from the from the from the from the niggers from themselves you know, like, yeah yeah from themselves and from the community man like, like they really want like a somebody to come and tell them like, like I know um, RZA had that that martial arts movie where he mm-hmm. went to... Um, Man with Iron Yeah, he was the only black guy in Asia, and he yeah. was mastering their arts. And, you know, like, he could have to go back to Africa, but, you know, I right. guess it's not really that cool. He gets, he gets a chick with uh, uh, things on her... Because, you know, we our vision of Africa is, like, you know, what white people tell us. Guitar is Tarzan movies. So I think, you know, we don't yeah. really think about it like, uh, oh, let's... You want to be anything but Africa. a nigga. Yeah, and... And, you know, when I think about it, too, man, like, I think a lot of that weird anti-black stuff that RZA was saying later on, I think there's kind of something to it when you look at how much he was into, like, the Asian stuff was so hard. And, and you know, he has one shot in a movie, and he makes it, like, you know, him. Uh, same with the Boondocks, too. Like, the Boondocks made so much fun of black people, right? Because I've been rewatching the Boondocks. I rewatched the whole series. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong. They did it well. Like, they they did it really well. But they were really on. Asian people's dicks in that in that thing. Oh like, yeah. They were they were like the whole thing looks like an anime, right? And and you know what I noticed about the boondocks, the main characters they don't look black. They no, look they look like, like Blazian. Yeah, they look Blazion. or they look anime characters. Yeah, yeah they yeah, Blazure, look like anime. They, yeah. Yeah, they look anime. But everyone who's not the main characters looks really black. They have the, the mm-hmm. big lips, the big nose. The yeah, like Uncle Ruckus,
1: he looked like a just a uh just, you know, a yeah, black.
0: Yeah. And not even just Uncle Ruckus, but all of them, like, they all have lips and nose and whatever. But the main characters have, like, little button nose Mm -hmm. and big anime eyes. They're like babies. Yeah. Even the the grandfather, he's just, like, a little wrinkled, but he still Mm kind of looks like an anime character. And they all move like anime characters. They rip off a whole bunch of stuff from kung fu movies. And it reminds me of that uh, Wu-Tang stuff, too, that mafioso stuff, all all Mm -hmm. that stuff. And, yeah, they really go in on, uh, like, they don't really there's a reference for asian culture that i see in the boondocks that uh you know is not yeah i think we're all like guilty of it because i remember black people love martial arts movies I'm, oh I'm fuck guilty. i still do yeah I, i'm guilty of it too and stuff. oh yeah but i mean but you know i, I feel like I, I balance it too because I, I love the black stuff too i mean because you, you and i always talk about old black stuff all the time and stuff but and so i think like we have like a balance the stuff but there's like some people who like you know they don't really fuck with anything but something foreign like we're seeing it now and it's it's generation like like these k-pop kids now like these yeah. black kids online who just are obsessed with k-pop and they'll be like dick riding um k-pop people for doing something that's like half-ass black music and it's like not, not that all of it's half, some of it's pretty good but i'm like like you're black you have all this already like like why are you not so stanish over something you know black it's a little bit uh weird to me and this is, like, this is not like a, this like the k-pop people and stuff but it's like like you'd be complaining about white people culturally appropriating something mm-hmm. but then you're all on this and i think because when they see it they're like because you know like the whole people of color thing they, they really want to believe other non-white minorities are welcoming them in open arms it's um you know it's one of the funny type of fake woke things people used to say to justify the mafioso rap. I remember they say like, we know Sicilians, you know, descend from the Moors and the, moors, oh, the yeah. Moor. oh yeah, oh so, yeah. Oh yeah, Sicilians are the niggas of Italy, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, I don't think they're that flies with them. <laughs> they didn't want to be they didn't want to claim that relation to you. Right. right.
1: Yeah. Why do you want to
0: claim that, a one-way relation?
1: Right. Well, that's what they're all about. I mean, you know, anyway they could
0: justify it, you know what I'm saying? Like that Dave Chappelle skit about the racial delegation. Mm-hmm. Black, uh, out of all the Dave Chappelle skits, like, it was a funny skit. Uh, ironically enough, Wu-Tang was in that skit, too. It was a funny enough skit. But one thing I know is on social media, that's, like, the one, the one running joke from Dave Chappelle, besides Rick James, I gets kept alive the most, is uh, the racial delegation. You know, whenever someone says fucked up, they're always like, oh, the racial delegation now trades Chrisette Michelle in exchange for Justin Timberlake. And it's like, the fact that that joke sticks so much, I think it really sticks touches on like a real fantasy like some other place is gonna want it some other race is gonna want to take you in as an honorary you know we want to be right. we just want to be an honorary something
1: yeah and that's the sad thing is like how come you don't just want to be black i mean we know why it's like the <laughs> <a> slave <laughs> shit sucks yeah it's not escapism
0: yeah escapism it's something i mean uh, I'm sure if I think back, I'm sure we've all done it. You know, it's it's just it's just interesting, like how it's like generational, It keeps happening. I mean, uh, you know, in a way, we were kind of doing that even with black people, if you think about it. Because if we think about it, that Afrocentric thing was kind of an escapism. Because you see, how, you see how pissed so many people are now that they realize how much a lot of Africans actually look down on uh, American black people and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, but at the, at the time, there, there's there's a lot of eras where. Black people trying to escape back to Africa, too. Like, in a way, even though that's where we're all from, in a way, that was kind of an escape. It's a more admirable escape. Than yeah, yeah. Going to a whole different, cause at least it's your race. And at it's your least, it's, Yeah,
1: at least you, you're escaping to be around people that look like you which is not a yeah, bad that deal. You yeah. might to, you might have to learn certain customs and cultures that you're not used to, but yet instill it. I mean, I guess we're using presentism because back then nobody really thought about, hey, you look like me. Like, there wasn't... Yeah, and wasn't also, really... I think a lot
0: of people just didn't really realize that it wasn't really reciprocated like that, you know? Because cause I know when people visit Africa, a lot of people who visit Africa, Black people, they tell me the red carpet gets rolled out, you mm-hmm. know, and they get treated very nice and they get told, like, hey, you know you're our lost brother. We look at you as whatever. You know, Richard Pryor had stories Mm -hmm. about that. Mm -hmm. A lot of black celebrities had stories about that. I know people who
1: went. Chuck D talks about that. Uh, He said he went to Africa in the 80s and he was like, people over there were like wondering why more black people don't come over there and like they love music. and Yeah. But you know, these days you get that slanted you know, oh, they, they don't even like black people over there, and they call you a well, kata well, and all this kind of well, shit. You well, know? that's what's
0: interesting. It's not really over there. Okay, what seems to be is when they come here, here. I don't know what happens? Right, something happens when they come here. I think maybe because when they come here, I don't know, they internalize the white supremacy message. White supremacy, yeah, yeah. Or I don't know if it's that you know, like you know what happens sometimes. I think you know what I think happens. Uh You ever like see like uh those movies are known example where like two people are friends or whatever but then as they get older one then realizes hey this other guy he's kind of a dork he's not really getting with it like like i'm you know, like like we're in this new grade or whatever, and mm-hmm. the cool kids are giving me a chance to hang out with them and my friend's staying dorky. Like like I'm leveling up, my friend's staying dorky. So then that person might like distance and stuff from their friend or even like start dissing their old friend and snapping on them and like, oh I I don't know them. Like, oh, that nerd? Yeah, we used to hang out back in the day, maybe, you know, like yeah. I think maybe that's maybe what happens. Like 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 they come here and they realize, Oh wow, they're really treated like shit, you know? Right. I don't want to stand too close to him. I, maybe I need to differentiate myself, you know, or I'm going to throw him under the bus extra hard because if I don't, and think I'm friends with him or I'm like him, I'm going to get the treatment that I see him getting. Like, you know, because right. we see the treatment that, like, you know, black Americans get here. It's not something you really want to.
1: Like, I don't think I want to, uh, yeah, I think I might want to come up with a way to make sure that I can uh, differ between me and them. Yeah. You
0: know? Yeah. And, I might even help uh, kick him uh, while everyone else kick him. Oh, yeah. You know, least, oh, yeah. At least I'm not getting kicked, you know? Right. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, cause I it is very different, the story. Because even up to recently, people who go to Africa recently will tell me what a great reception they get, you know? But then, like, I, I knew a girl who went to Africa, and she um got that treatment. And then she ended up getting with an African guy. But then, mm-hmm. you know, I think sometimes it doesn't. When it came here in America, then tensions happen. Because I think, like, you know, he's got a good respected life in in Africa, and then he comes here, and then suddenly it's like, ah, uh, And suddenly, like, they're having, like, war all the time. Like I, like, I think it's hard to be black and get along with people here.
1: Right, right.
0: Y- yeah, because all, all the poison is being, like, thrown at you.
1: Right, right. I mean, I get it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, um, there's a lady that lives in my neighborhood. She's Haitian, as a matter of fact, but she's, like, first-generation—she's, like, the first-generation— Still speaks Creole. And I mean, and she sees things a little bit differently. Like she looks at like we were talking about today. As a matter of fact, I was at her job. She works at this um this grocery store and she was talking about what's going on in Haiti right now. And then oh, she was just crazy. It's crazy right now. She was just like, you know, she still has family there and everything. And but she was talking about how back in the day, like there was no division like this. You know, what I mean, it's a lot of division going on. You know what I mean? She was like, you know, um, when they came to the States, they came to New York first and then they came all the way out here. But she said, you know, being in New York, of course, there was issues because everybody's from everywhere. You know what I'm saying? But once she got, you know, around, you know, when you get into a smaller, when you have a smaller pool of black people, things can be easier sometimes.
0: Yeah. Or or a less diverse pool, because then you kind of have to like. It's easy to get like you know if you look at a Haitian neighborhood like like Little Miami, it's probably like mm-hmm. a lot more cohesion than. Or if you look in in the 80 West neighborhood, like you know what you might get someplace in the South, people kind of have like a shared history, or whatever. But I think we just have like five or ten different types of black people all thrown together. It's it's uh what do you call it like a low trust, low con, yeah, low context uh, environment, like like trust bonds and stuff. There's there's sociological studies about that. I'm sure you've seen them, like you know about like low trust societies versus I trust societies and Mm -hmm. how when there's a lot of different cultures and races, like it's harder to earn that trust. I think uh, that plays a big role. But man, that thread, we saw a thread that I think kind of, there's so much stuff that I want to talk about and I want to make sure I know where to start. Oh, here's one funny thing, right? To talk about how unfun like it is to be on uh, Twitter and stuff. Uh, this guy, Preston Mitchum, he's this black gay guy who's always, um, you know, doing black gay advocacy, but he yeah. always has to, he always has to attack black men, like, all oh, yeah. the time. Oh, yeah. Uh, straight, straight black men, because he's a black man, too, but, uh, so, I can't say he's not, um, but, yeah, he's always attacking straight black men and complaining about them, and, like, he'll blame them for everything, like, mm-hmm. um, this guy, like, the trans woman comedian who committed suicide. That was like friends was of in, Dave Chappelle. With friends of Dave Chappelle. Yeah. Like this trans woman was friends with Dave Chappelle. She opened for Dave Chappelle repeatedly. She was in Dave Chappelle's last special talking with him about his trans jokes he said she loved the jokes yeah. and they were funny and she defended him by saying look when uh people make jokes about uh nazis or trump or all these different things they always say that oh you're normalizing nazis by you know just by mentioning them making fun of them you're normalizing that but why don't people say you're normalizing trans people by treating them like everyone else and laughing you know at them so she had like a thought-out response or whatever to." Why she felt she shouldn't be offended, and and she had done like interviews on podcasts and stuff, talking about being in the show and her friendship with Dave Chappelle and getting a chance to open for him on tour and mm-hmm. all this stuff. So she committed suicide without uh, leaving a note, as far as I know. And this guy Preston Mitchell came out and said, you know, this is why. Uh, he said uh Dave Chappelle made jokes about this woman and now she's dead. This is why these jokes aren't funny. Yeah, he
1: didn't even know he didn't even know the backstory that she had been tweeting about that shit way before, and he just what he was doing was trying to find a way to stand on her dead body to get attention. Yeah, and Sebastian bash, and yeah. to bash Dave, Dave Chappelle. And yeah,
0: and I'll say nothing was impossible. Like maybe she changed her mind and she did feel bad about it. Maybe she was just pretending to be cool with it or whatever but you have no proof of that you don't you know that, that. you're just a fucking twitter troll you don't know yeah you don't know anything you don't slander someone by accusing them of being guilty but especially when all the evidence is the contrary that she wasn't offended like right. you actually but now you're actually kind of invalidating that person's agency you're saying hey I know this person thought better than they did. I'm going to speak for them. I'm going to invalidate their own words. Like, that's really disrespectful to the the trans woman to do that. But not not just that. This woman has a whole life. She has a whole-ass parents. She has a whole-ass friends, a whole community, a whole bank account. There's so many things that could be the reason why she committed suicide. Like, yeah. it could be anything, you know? Like, you don't know anything about her life except that she was that... And they should probably not making fun of her. That's the other thing. Like, he's got to make it sound like, you know...
1: Like he picked on her personally.
0: Yeah, but it's like nothing nothing like that. And they, no, and but those, were,
1: those um, motherfucking idiots, man, that's the thing about them, man. He only exists on Twitter. I don't know about him about doing anything else. So he just sits around all day mad. Oh, man, I shouldn't even be saying this, but I'm going to fucking say it. He's sitting around mad because he can't get attention from straight black men. Maybe, That's his problem. I, I don't know. He, I don't, there's a whole lot of other things he could be talking about. He could be talking about the way transgenders or gay people are being treated in the prison system. He could be talking about how gay people or transgenders are treated in the education system. But for whatever reason, he always dives all the way down to the bottom of the totem pole to talk about this ambiguous, these uh this vague term of straight black men that and paints with a broad brush you know what i'm saying i'm not sure i'm not sure they want to be with straight black red i i used to think that i'm not sure i
0: want to hold this thought because i want to come back to it because mm-hmm. maybe some of them do okay maybe some of them do but i this is like what my kind of theory is i do to think how to talk about this because what you said Okay, okay, you know what? Table that.
1: Let okay. me write that down because I have the world's shittiest memory, right? <laughs> and I don't want to... Uh... I got T's wheels spinning. I got his will spinning here.
0: Yeah, yeah, but this is what uh, he said. But This is an example of how like everyone's so tight on Twitter. He tweeted today, let's be clear, the fact that many men aren't checking in with their sexual partners during intercourse to ensure consent is continuous means they are selfish, have likely violated
1: consent, and are bad at sex. Just thought you should know. What the fuck? That it's none of your goddamn business what people do in the bedroom. But but he, he's saying that uh, they should be. Uh, don't tell me what check, the fuck to in. do. That's between me and my partner, okay? So I don't what? need you st- standing from outside my bedroom, peeking through the keyhole of what I might <laughs> be doing, you motherfucker. Like go, go away. Just go. I don't understand. T. I don't understand. I'm, I'm losing my mind. Just but, go away, uh, bruh. But he's he he if he said, you know, you should be
0: paying attention to your partner to see if she's showing discomfort. You don't or even like women. Whatever. But but okay. But he's a partner, so maybe he means men with men. Oh okay. Like, mm-hmm. you, you never whatever. know. But 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 I think he meant women because he tends to always. I know.
1: I know. I know. That's what he yeah. meant. And the thing about yeah. it is that's like me trying to tell fucking Michael Jordan how to play basketball. Okay, you ain't in but, the game, homie. But here's the thing. I think he has the right. I he
0: has the right if he wants to be an activist to advocate for you know women not being raped or whatever. But you don't have to invent new things to be. You're, mad you're, about.
1: Thank you. You're, reading, you're reinventing the wheel. Let a woman who has experienced this do this work. We don't. And that's
0: a funny thing. A lot of women were kind of jumping in and like cracking jokes and laughing. And
1: laughing. laughing at it, I see that a lot with him. That, that people laugh at him all the time. Even with the whole Dave Chappelle thing, people were laughing at him, like, dude, you're a clown. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah yeah hold pink and choose on. your battles wisely dumbass oh no but, he, but but he doesn't he keeps getting he keeps oh he doubled um, he doubles down he doubles yeah, down
0: he he, du- he doubles he doubles down that's the thing uh the worst the the worst the reaction the more he just keeps on posting like you know yeah. it's like never stop posting you know what happened and,
1: is you know there's people there's a lot of people that's like him that got stuck in twitter 2017 and they have no idea how to get out
0: and also, they kind of, like, uh, there was a time when, like, for black activists, Twitter was popular, oh, yeah. the 2014-2016 thing, <sighs> and... That time has kind of moved on, but they won't they
1: won't let it go. They will not let it go. They've lost followers, they've lost book deals, wherever the fuck they claim they had. You know, all of the the
0: book deals, or the book deals like flopped
1: or whatever. They flopped the book. Dude, there's so many of these people that they wrote books. I go on Amazon to see what the reviews are. Nobody knows anything about them. Nobody's read the book. Yeah, yeah. Nobody cares. They have
0: have memoirs. I'm like, what do you have a memoir
1: about? About Yeah, nobody knows
0: you. You a memoir. Nobody knows you. And they're still getting new memoirs. I don't know how. And memoirs like, what, about your two years on Twitter, like, getting no activism or justice done for any of the people you ad- advocated for? Like, like you haven't even accomplished anything in the activism space to be, like, bragging about, except, like, meeting uh, celebrities and stuff and getting deals. It's it's weird. Like, uh, but this thing, right? Like, if he just said you should be mindful of your woman's moods or her, if she's enjoying it, you know, while you're having sex. And, you know, if she's not check-in, whatever, you know, that's what being a good lover is about. I mean, it would still be weird that he's counseling uh, people unsolicited on sex or whatever, but, but let's just go with it, right? That's one thing. But to say that a guy who doesn't keep checking in and asking... Uh, cause, 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 he's not saying the woman is acting weird or funny or acting like she's not enjoying it. You know, he's saying that just check in no matter what. Just keep saying, hey. So, um, are you enjoying it? Are you good? Are you good? Yes, are you good? He, he's saying if you're not doing that, then you've likely violated consent. The woman goes will laugh. The woman will be like, dude, will you fucking chill the fuck out? Yeah, but but that but not just that you have to jump to rape like like you're jumping like you, even he's saying if you're
1: not actively asking all the but time, bro, you got to remember. Then he say likely you've likely violated consent, bro? Like, these like, are the same people. You remember on Twitter, there were people that were actually trying to convince people that sex was rape. Any kind of sex was rape.
0: Oh yeah, that was true. This is we're, all penetrative. Look, um, we're talking sex. So, about some people were saying that.
1: We're I'm talking sure about people, people, are people really that are fucking it. mentally ill, man.
0: I, I'm not sure if they're. I mean, I don't know. But what was interesting was he just kept saying he kept doubling down. He was like, he was like, like if he if he didn't throw in the viol- likely violated consent, if he just said, you know, you might not be a considerate lover, that would have been okay. But you know, what not bothers me about this, like. He's being patriarchal because he's yeah. treating sex like a something that happens to women only. Like, you know, good girls don't ask for what they want in bed. Like, he doesn't even realize he's buying into a patriarchal idea. Like, you know, because patriarchal people act like sex is just something that happens to a woman. Like, like wives don't enjoy sex. That's a Victorian idea. Or, like, wives don't ask for sex. Um, women never initiate sex. Or at least good women don't. Men are the have all the agency in sex and women are just passive receivers and stuff. And it's like, to me, the real feminist idea is this idea that women have just as much agency in creating the sexual experience, initiating the sexual experience, like equal collaborators. Like, like he's thinking like women are too scared or docile or passive. You just tell a dude like, hey, you know what? I changed my mind. I don't want to do this anymore. Or mm-hmm. this hurts. I don't like it. Like, like women are growing up. So not
1: kids. The like, women like, aren't kids.
0: Yeah, and your eagerness to like pander to a demographic, you're like actually infantilizing them. You're 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 making them into children. Like 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 you know what I'm saying? Like so, I made a I made a joke about it. I was like, you know, like what you just want like. um Guys keep asking like every five minutes, "Are you okay? Are you okay?" Yeah. Even if the woman's not giving you any signs. And uh, as I said, wait. If a, so, if a man is sleeping with a woman who has already consented and hasn't indicated a change of mind, but he doesn't actively, constantly check. So you haven't changed your <laughs> mind about the sex, have you? Okay, I'll keep stroking yeah. then. You know, you saying yeah. he's a rapist? Should,
1: should I? Should I, can? Is it okay if I if, if if we try doggy style? Is it okay? <laughs> Yeah, you' yeah. fuck out of here, man. And,
0: and 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 it's like she doesn't like it. She'll she'll tell you. She, yeah. she's an adult now. Now it's just like acting scared or weird, and you're just like then you going, should know but, by common sense. Yes, but by by context. But you don't have to keep thinking of new ways to make men into rapists. Like there's enough actual genuine rapists out there that you don't have to keep like you know. Re- and but the other thing is too. Like I feel like because of this guy's space and whatever he's doing. And he's always talking about black stuff. He's like, he's always talking about black men in particular. Even when he doesn't say black men, there's an implicit idea that he's probably talking about black men. And black men don't need any more avenues or ways to be.
1: um, Yeah, but he doesn't. But but, but, but the the thing about it is, you know, um, I don't know. He's gay, so he's probably swirling with a white dude. Who the fuck knows? But this motherfucker don't like straight black men. So anything straight black men do is going to be negative. You have sex with a woman. Oh, that's rape. You don't like you don't want him teaching you anything. Oh, you're a misogynist or you're you're homophobic. Or, it's always something we're talking about a person who's a narcissist and a fucking idiot. So those two things don't match. They just they don't. And I've seen that dude say stupid shit over and over and over and over and over again. And he uses those uh, fake woke terms so that he can try to get the, the, that crowd. We all know who that crowd is. To try to get that crowd, the BMats, and all these other different people on his side to start agreeing with him. And what he forgot is that uh, the show's over, man. You know what I'm saying? Like that shit yeah. is past that. It's over. It passed and, in and, 2017, 2018, bro. You got to start nothing, doing something more. Um, yeah. What thing want interesting. to make clear? Because I know a lot of
0: people are gonna like uh, misread that. But when you see that crowd, you mean. B mass mean like black men are trash. Yeah. So, because I don't want people to say, oh, does, does it mean like gay people? Does it mean like women? No, oh, B mass just means anyone who thinks black men are trash. And even yeah. there's even straight black men who are part of oh, that, yeah. team, oh, that, oh, that yeah. group. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because that's where the money is. That's where the gigs are. Hey, we have trouble getting Mario in the room. So we have to take a break and we're resuming now. So now we have Mario, but we don't have Ken. But, um, <laughs> Mario was about to drop some heat, and I figured, let me just start recording, and Ken will pop up when he pops up. Yeah, but we were talking, uh, Mario, about that guy, and, you know, again, I'll read it one more time, where the guy said, Let's be clear, the fact that many men aren't checking in with their sexual partners during intercourse to ensure consent is continuous. He didn't even say to make sure you're having a good time mm-hmm. or whatever. He said I mean, to make sure that, that the consent didn't
2: didn't evaporate right during the sex. So he didn't uh, specify what that looks or sounds like first of all. Let's let's get that Yeah, out. yeah.
0: And yeah, and one thing I know cuz I'm so used to bad faith arguments, a lot of people, you know a lot of people do just to argue with you. They will make the other person's argument better than what they actually said so that they can attack you. So so before you say it, no, he didn't say with a visibly uncomfortable partner. He didn't say anything changed. He didn't say that the guy tried to pull out his thing and stick it in her butt without permission. Cause, right. Because that's what people do just to argue with you. Yeah. They, they, they make up things on a dumb tweet that weren't there between the lines, you know.
2: They're doing the thought laundering for the guy. That's pretty much what it is. Yeah, like
0: they're, yeah. they change what you're saying. Because this is what people were saying to me when, when I made fun of it. They're like, oh, so, so you're saying it's okay, Ripper
1: woman <laughs> how did you make that
0: like other like people just straight up say that to me because oh so you're saying that you know if a woman's having second thoughts but you already
2: started having sex with her that first yes is a green light to keep going i'm
0: like i never said anything like that it's not, not only that light. but she, i
2: mean does she say no again like did she say you know what, stop during the course of the, the when no. she had the second thoughts or i mean what i don't understand no. what are you supposed to be completely totally beholden to her to to the partner's whims and during the 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 sexual act is that what i'm but
0: but no well well, well, no no because that's not the right way to put it because because her whims are fine because that's her body if her whim is i don't want to do this anymore then you know you have to stop but of course no th- uh, let me yeah, be yeah, clear yeah, yeah, yeah i yeah, don't want yeah, 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 no. yeah, yeah no 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 because no, no, i know i know you're saying whims but i know but what you actually mean i think is thoughts right there thoughts. you go thank you L- like, like, right. like her internal whims cuz right. cuz if they're, if they're her expressed whims, even if it's just expressed through physical body language without words, you know, if she starts crying or or, or grimacing or whatever, they know, but right. they want you to read somebody's mind who's giving you no clues. Like, the,
2: like but, that Mel Gibson scene in uh, What Women Really Want or whatever the hell the name of that movie was. <laughs> you're supposed yeah. to be laying there stroking it out and then you're getting her thoughts It transported into your brain and oh, she doesn't like that. That kind of hurt it a little bit. Uh, she's consenting she's consenting heavily Oh, now she's kind of getting away from it shit are you it's like what, yeah what is this and, and, man
0: and and their answer to the and if you their answer right if you tell them a guy can't read the woman's mind their answer is that's why he has to keep asking whereas my answer is she has a mouth she can tell you know, what I mean, she can say, "Hey, I don't really like this anymore. I'm not digging." Right? It. Like,
2: like they're treating women, they're treating women like children. Like they're actually this they're is treating. Like it's not even like children. They're treating, they're treating women like sex dolls. It's literally or, or like. They're treating, or they treating?
0: Are they treating all sex as
2: kind of rapey?
0: So what? So what? I think what they're trying to say is, ooh, well, ooh, a woman can't just say what she wants to wants to say. Like they're trying to act like. She's with the guy who's basically raping. Like, cause, cause if a woman is being like really raped, uh, she can't just say, "Hey, I don't like this anymore." The rapist doesn't care. He's a rapist. Well, I think what he's implying is that all men are kind of rapey. implicit de facto, de facto rapey. So even in a committed relationship or a consensual encounter, the woman's is always scared of the guy and she can't uh, say anything. Whereas well, there's a lot of women who will initiate sex, will kick a guy out of the bed during sex who are not scared of a guy at all like not all relationships are or encounters are the guy guys utterly dominating a, a docile woman
2: like you know well, here's the uh, thing t he 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 look he said it let's be clear the fact that many men aren't checking in with their sexual partners during intercourse to ensure consent is continuous means that they are selfish Likely violated consent and bad at sex. Just thought you should know. So they're likely violated consent. So it's just one big rape, basically, that's taking place. Likely. That means that in all likelihood, you're raping the woman. If you violate a woman's consent, what else? You're raping her, right? I mean, you're committing sexual yeah. assault at no, that no, point.
0: Yeah, you're saying you uh, he raped her, but the, like, the idea of the guy, uh, the woman like chiming in is not... Uh... And you know it's funny? Most people... Because what you were saying before was that you know they, they make us act, they act like we're the crazy ones. Right. Like, this is the common sense, and we're the
2: cra- the crazy one. I
0: and mean, what was funny is a lot of women were in their replies like, "What the fuck are you talking about?"
2: They'll get overlooked though.
0: You know, yeah, exactly. But, See, because the, thing, the narrative was, "It's just a bunch of men who want the thing is, T. Who want to rape? Is, is, yeah.
2: is, is, is here's the thing, man. I came to the conclusion. 30 minutes ago when I read that tweet. (laughs) I think that everything that didn't work in white society, they're using Black society as the makeup project for the things that didn't work out in that. So all the people who didn't get, because this was a topic of conversation many, many years ago. Like when I was a teenager, I remember jokes about this kind of sex. Like, are you okay? Is everything okay? Everything that didn't work out in that society at that point in time, they're like, okay, well let's, let's revisit this. But in black society, you know, between this, and uh, mm-hmm. some of the stuff that they're used that they're bringing about about uh, you know dudes talking about if a guy if a, if you suck a guy's dick you're not gay <laughs> I mean just insane oh, yeah, like shit it, yeah you
0: know what I mean people, <laughs> like, yeah. it's grown things. people
2: but like I was saying yeah, it, man like when you're punch. having sex we're adults here okay let's let's have an adult conversation it's grown up time. If you're no, having no, no. S-
0: they're not adults. That's the problem. They're yeah. not adults and they're projecting their childishness on everybody. That's the problem. I'm, I'm sorry, but go if on. If you're
2: having sex with someone and it's a, it's a consensual thing, you both are vibing, who the fuck doesn't check to see if their sexual partner is enjoying the experience? If you're doing something and then the woman but, but, who doesn't do that
0: doesn't right, that's what I'm saying. Who
2: doesn't do that?
0: But who who does who doesn't want it? Like like have, have, who doesn't want to check in? Like like have you ever <laughs> seen somebody who uh, doesn't care? I, well, actually, I shouldn't say that because some people are like this. Well, but sure, that's people happening. who don't care. If, people who don't care if their partner had an orgasm or not. But most guys yeah, want to know yeah. that they were yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. pleasing the woman. Most guys want to know they were pleasing the, pleasing their woman. So it's like you know, I mean, this one like narcissist and sociopaths who just treat another body like he's just something to masturbate with. But most want to know like you know the woman was pleased or was happy. And I can understand saying if you don't check in continuously during sex you're not a good lover or whatever and he did kind of say that but he mm-hmm. added like you've likely violated consent it's just right. like to make the jump from inconsiderate lover to rapist is just he tried I, to I sneak like that everything in. Yeah, yeah yeah like like people aren't even treating rape like a spectrum anymore like you know where it is like people just treating it like there's just a on and off switch but what it takes to turn it on is so little like you know it's yeah. it's
2: Yes. Yeah, everything fine. is, is, is they, they think it's like everything is a crime. Like, listen, man, I don't think that this that is not something that you add in to. I mean, let me look at this tweet again. Making sure that the incentive is continuous means that they are selfish, likely violated consent and bad as sex. Fuck if they're selfish or bad as, as sex. If they violated consent, you
1: have raped the uh, person. Yeah,
0: <laughs> exactly. I don't but, think they... but, but, the, but that's a problem that everything's getting flattened. Everything has to be on the same level. So basically, bad sex and... And I had a recent show with Heidi Matthews, she, she, the lawyer from Canada uh, who talks about a lot of Me Too stuff. And she was talking about how... And this, she had just said this on the recent show. She had said how being a creep can... Uh, is is kind of considered like rapey, like in the spectrum of rape, and bad sex can be seen as like you know, um rapey and and you know we talked about Aziz and sorry and having a bad date and how that was kind of treated on par with rape. And this is like another example about like you know just being a selfish lover now is is rape. But you see yeah, how and, how how dangerous and it that is. trivializes. It's not. Yeah, a, it's, it's
2: trivializes dangerous. rape. That's the most dangerous part of it. But then it also. It infantilizes women. Yeah. Like women, it infantilizes women. women, It trivializes rape. And then it makes it easier in the last part of it, easier to criminalize and create new laws based around this shit. Um, You know, the male population. Right. And so that's the thing that like people don't take into consideration. When you throw in, you likely violated consent that casually, man. Somebody, I'm surprised nobody checked him on that. Because at that point, if you're doing that, fuck. If you're a bad lover or if you're selfish, you're raping a person. If mm-hmm. that if that's the case, just come out and say that. But he doesn't have the balls to really put it out there like
1: that. Well, he doesn't. So he he doesn't cover of, it yeah. up. Throw the stones behind his hands. To,
2: yeah, he wants to cushion it around yeah. the other stuff. But what he really wants to get to is saying that we're all rapists. Mm-hmm. All sex is raping. That's on the that but, only used to happen just, under the most extreme feminist circles, right?
0: But not just that. He wants to because you know with him he's always talking about black men deep down uh so so based on his past track record and what he focuses on you know his area expertise is is um black men whatever and and black and black people he's a commentator on black stuff and i was telling ken before he showed up like black men don't need any more expansion of the the rape definition like you know because basically just just having just black men are already considered to uh have to automatically be raping even when they're having consensual sex with the you know with the white woman Mm -hmm. so 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 now you don't have to uh, criminalize consensual sex with the black woman too on top of that for Mm -hmm. uh black men it's like it's it's very weird but what what made me bring it up originally the, the story was you know when i had made uh fun of this thing Right? About how ridiculous he was getting to talk about continual check ins. And if you don't do it, then you're a rapist. A lot of like, and this is what I hate about having like, these white leftist guys, so many of them following me now. It's a lot of these humorless goals come in all the time. So then, so then this guy comes into my mentions. Yeah, I and saw this He's person. like, oh, oh is, is it's on think
2: you' If it's the comment, I think you're going to go ahead. Go
0: ahead. Let me see. He, he said, what a, what a dog shit disingenuous, incredibly fucking reactionary yeah. way of looking at this. You're a leftist? This is like incel talking points 101. First of all, you know what I, I don't understand about these people? Like, I don't really, like, fly the leftist flag, like, crazy or whatever, you know? But there's this thing when you try. to... Left shame you so it's like oh yeah you're a leftist or, you know whatever it's like what the mm. fuck I don't care like like <laughs> like, like what does that what that mean like because
1: you're you're a leftist I mean what the fuck fuck out of here but
0: but no but no but no but, no, but this is the idea that this was to say that I'm like oh I'm, so, I'm sorry put the yeah. left card like you know like I, I don't I don't care I mean I mean I don't really like uh consider myself like a leftist like that or, or anything it's it's but even if I did like 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 what you gonna excommunicate me from the club or something like <laughs> what, the, what the fuck I don't care you know what's like, funny. If, if, it's, it's yeah that's
2: why early on when 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 we uh started I don't want to say moving in that direction but because we were there but when when I started linking up with some of these people on social media and we were included in a lot of these uh you know what are their favorite leftist podcasts? and then when yeah we get included in there i would always be quick to point out i'm not a leftist you know, i would always damn say i'm sure that. not a leftist and then someone <laughs> asked me well what, what do you consider yourself and i said i'm 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 friendly to that side you know i have a lot of things in common with them but i i i Well, my original reasoning was I didn't understand everything that it entailed at that point. So I didn't want to just call myself something and then, you know, without understanding the fundamental um, precepts of the movement, the principles of the movement. But um, I just don't want to be married to stuff like that, man, because this gross orthodoxy, man, it's like religion, man. It's insane. Like, it's... it's, Yeah, it's... I don't know. And,
0: and, yeah, I'm not crazy about the orthodoxy and stuff, but also I don't like... This idea that you know, oh, now I gotta be part of this club, and now I gotta to conform to everything that, that they, this yeah, club yeah. says that is is the part is the party line. And we've never misrepresented that. We've never said that we are that we we can or whatever. So then people keep, keep feeling like betrayed all the time. You know, if we don't. But this idea that that you know, you just threw it at me. and I'm like, oh no, don't throw me out of the left club. Like <laughs> I've never been like that with anything. Like like you know, uh, I've never been like that married to any anything because because th- then you have to worry more about what goes with the party line than what is right. right. Like, like for example, because then, you know the implication of that is? That means that whatever left automatically right. Mm-hmm. And I don't believe that with anything. <laughs> Anybody could be Absolutely. wrong about anything. Like, you know, there might be a situation where the left position is not the best position or this position. Like, once you get so big into that ideology, because... Cause you know what happens a lot, right? And I see this with, with the leftists a lot. They'll be doing this. They'll be like, Hey, I believe in this. I believe in open borders, right? And so then someone will print an article, This is the leftist case for open borders. And then do this whole article about how open borders is supported by Karl Marx. And that's the best way. And then someone else will put, Here's the leftist case for why open borders is not good, you know, mm-hmm. and he's the leftist case against open borders. So then instead of just arguing, okay, what is actually the best for humanity? You know, forget what Karl Marx said because Karl Marx wasn't alive now. There's a whole bunch of different situations. Like instead of just both sides trying to put your mind into what Karl Marx would have thought and you win by whoever gets to, you know, tightest your position to Karl Marx. Like, let's be honest. You believe something first because you believe it for whatever reason. Like, Like you, you're against open borders. Something in your heart is telling you, there shouldn't be open borders. You, you're for it, for for whatever reason is in your heart. Talk about whatever that reason is. And if you don't know what it is, sit down and really interrogate yourself about why it is instead of trying to reverse engineer it into proving that, you know, Marx would have thought this. Like, if, if you come to a conclusion based on what's in your heart and your intellect and your rationale, and then... You can come up with some kind of uh, evidence that Mark would have, Marx would have supported. Then so be it. But maybe you never know. You come to this idea you find is what's morally right after searching your soul, and then you find that hey, you know what? Even though I believe this, I don't think Karl Marx would have, belie- would have uh, believed this. Just say that. that that's fine. Like like don't like this idea of thinking that you have to make things because because then you know it becomes like uh, it becomes like I hate to keep going to this analogy, but it kind of becomes like like religion, whereas like. Uh, w- when I was uh, a practicing Catholic, you had to prove that everything was approved by the mm-hmm. Bible mm-hmm. before you could do it. Yeah. You know? So so I, I remember, like, when we used to have, like, arguments about stuff, we had to say, oh, but the Bible says this. Mm-hmm. And someone would go, and the Bible says that. But religion is supposed to function that way, in a way, to mm-hmm. a degree, as long as it doesn't lead you into immorality. But irony with the Marxists is that, you know, you know, the whole religion is supposed to be the opiate of the masses, but you're treating it the same way. You're acting like, Karl Marx books are like these holy scripts mm. and you have to make sure everything conforms to that book in order to justify doing it as opposed to you know what I agree with 75% of Marx maybe just one thing I believe maybe it goes with Marx maybe it doesn't maybe I don't know but my morality is my ult- ultimate compass you know what I mean yeah. and that's kind of what I think is like weird about that so so when people like say shit like that to me like uh the whole like leftist shaming like uh, like 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 even even if I was the avowed leftist, I think something's stupid. I think it's stupid. You know, if I think right. this is stupid, you could tell me Karl Marx said that continuous um, consent soliciting is you know praxis. You know, I'd be like, well, Karl Marx was smoking one on this one. He was. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: I, don't, I don't know what the fuck he was doing. He, he was doing the real opiate. He was doing the real opiate
2: of the masses. Right.
1: Forget
0: the uh, metaphorical <laughs> one. He was really on one. Like, you know, yeah. they,
2: I agree with that wholeheartedly, man. And and, and the kicker for me, I want to kind of bring it back to uh, Meacham. Isn't this dude gay? <laughs>
1: hey, that's my whole point.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You miss King. That's my that whole same point. Time. Why are you? You, you so, don't even wh- like. Why women. is he even speaking on what's going on in heterosexual? That's my entire point. What?
1: Come on, Mario. Make it make sense. I, don't, I, don't care. I
2: man, I can't make <laughs> it make. Sense. Yeah, yeah, like, why are you that concerned? Like. It's it's is the implication like all these black women are coming to him telling him about these men that they're having sexual relations with not doing these things and so he's gonna take it to the men to hold us accountable. Like, dude, you brother, you you know, not that it's anything, but you you're you're a gay man. Yeah. So you can't even speak to me in my 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 sexual realm like that.
1: You know, you ain't I mean? playing in what, the game, yeah, bro.
0: Yeah. You ain't in this game. But, but some of responses are really weird because somebody came in, like, most of his sponsors were, like, making fun of it, including uh, women. There were women in there making fun mm-hmm. of it, too. But then there was a couple of people. There were some guys who did too much. Like, you know, like, I don't really believe you. I don't really believe you, bro, right? But this guy came in and he says that's why I take all my cues from porn I've,
1: seen that. I've seen
0: that <laughs> you, you like that and <laughs> you tell me you want it on loop basically so he's basically saying that he's just talking like porn talk on loop like you know yeah. you like that you like that you like that and someone's like I don't want to have <laughs> sex with Wesley's, uh, Wesley Wesley Pipes.
1: So, uh, I was just thinking about it. some that. girls said I
0: couldn't want
2: to but you know yeah, I, yeah. funnily enough that would actually I guess be considered checking yeah,
1: in yeah <laughs> that's Wesley Pipes yeah. does check body, in right? he does check in <laughs> yeah he will not stop talking, in. Right. Like, you know, will...
0: <laughs> but but you know you know it's funny with that is like I've reached the point like you've warped your brain so much that you're now telling people to use porn as a guide <laughs> as a guide how to how to have, how to have <laughs> sex like, like one of the most damaging things for like you know ruining people's conception of what sex would be the most kind of fucked up shit people could be doing yeah. telling them to right. get
2: the cues from porn.
0: Someone's gonna start with that, and the next thing you know, they're trying to do some like, ghetto gagger stuff right. or whatever. Exactly.
2: You know, and then like That's why, uh, man, it's like that. Like I had a conversation with my son. I said, look, man, because there was some texting going on, you know, between him and some a young lady. And I was just telling him, like, look, man, don't do that. Like, don't, don't the stuff that you're saying to the young lady, even though she's back and forth with you on that. I should maybe I should not even be saying this right now. I guess it's fine. I'm just like, don't do that, son. Because the way that y'all y'all generation is going right now, I had to game them up. I said like these messages, even though she's fine with it now. Like if every if the relationship breaks bad, these ain't, these are online. These are out there forever. And that can be mm-hmm. used against you later on down the line, you know. If she wants and, to say, and you.
0: people, and people will do stuff like people will put up text exchanges on social media yeah. and blur and oh, blur yeah. out their whole yep. part, Blow, of uh, it. delete their part,
1: uh, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. And yeah. then people will just be fine with running with it, and and like some people will be like, wait, why did she delete her part? And then they'll be like, wait, so what? What you don't believe women? And it's like, wait, wait, wait right. yo, yo, what? Yeah, and I, I had to tell him
2: that, like, T, I'm, I'm dead serious, bro. I had to tell him, I said, look, let me look at these messages right here. You see this that you said here, 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 here. And then she said this and then you replied this. I said, now imagine this online, mm-hmm. right? But then imagine her part not being here. And then this is all you. Yeah. Do you know how weird that would look? And then he then was like, yeah, you're right. And because I, I had to tell him, like, you have to kind of. Think ahead a little bit. I know he's a teenager and, you know, being 16 or whatever, you just want to, you're just thinking about getting some ass at that age. (laughs) But I had to try and tell him, like, look, man, I've been down that road before. Now, we didn't have texting and all of that, like social media, like you guys have now. But I'm young enough to see how this stuff oh yeah and yeah. see what it does to people in the online world. I'm in it every you day. You see the negative, the and negative so aspects right, of it I see every the day. The negative of it, and so I had to explain. And, to and them it really like changes. This,
0: yeah. It really changes your brain and changes mm-hmm. your moods and changes shit for people like us who didn't even grow up on it. So can you imagine what it does to people who developed? On these, like You know, their actual developmental years. Uh, I was watching this video. I'm to see if I can get this guy on. He had this whole video, like an hour long, about how online is oh, like, yeah. psychologically mm-hmm. affecting people. Um, he was saying, like, we're, we're reaching a point where we're, we're going to have two brains out there, uh, a social media brain and a non-social media brain. They're going to be uh, incompatible pretty soon, like like in, in the real world. Like, like, there's people who are walking around in real life, but with a social media brain. Mm-hmm. And there's people who are just walking around who they use social media, but they don't really have the extremely online brain. Like, you know, like um, he's like, it's going to be a real crisis that people won't be able to share jobs together, work together, communicate, uh, whatever. It's like yeah. two differently programmed uh, brains. And
2: yeah, it's going to be tough. It's interesting. We're seeing how it's affecting interpersonal relationships, man. Like I, I couldn't even imagine if I was a young man in this, t- in this day and age trying to date. Now, that being said, I'm online a lot, so I don't know if I'm if my point of view is kind of jaded because I look at what goes on on Twitter, Instagram, and all of that. And so it could be a little bit different in the real world, but I kind of see where the trajectory is heading. You see a lot of this stuff that we used to think was only on Twitter is spilling out into the real world. So I'm wondering, like, among younger people. Yeah, especially generationally. Yeah.
0: No, it's true, because a lot of people tell me, oh, I do all this stuff online and you're exaggerating about online becoming the real world. But I'm like, you're like my age or a little younger. You you don't know what's brewing underneath the surface with these teens and stuff. These teens are out of your face all Mm -hmm. day long anyway, you know, because they're in their phones. Like... You can't go by your generation because Gen Z is entering the workforce. uh, The the Zoomers are entering. And, you know, I think it's going to sneak up on us when all these kids hit of age and we have to start dealing with them. In you know, because right now they're all in high school or they're all in college doing their thing. and They're out of sight. But they're going to have to reintegrate into society. And then people are going to realize all at once what was happening underneath the surface that they they missed. At that point, it's going to be too late.
2: Well, I I think we're starting to see some of the uh, some of the. Birthing pains of that now, man. Because uh, what was that report that came out the other day that said like kids between the ages what was it five like to 12. Seven and 12? And five to twelve. Yeah. What is it? Why would a five year old kill yeah. kill themselves? Kill, kill like, them. Yeah, the suicides. What what is uh, going uh, on, man? Like, what?
0: I don't know. But this brings me to what you were saying before, Ken. And I'm gonna put my tin foil kufi on <laughs> for. Uh this episode right the uh uh before you came on mario ken was saying how ken was saying how he thinks this guy Preston mitchum he gets motivated by like part of his distaste for black men is that you know he wants he's like attracted straight black men and didn't want anything to do with them because you know one big thing to talk about is uh try doing this and try doing that and you you know the whole tank thing that came out where he said where tank said if you uh go down on the guy multiple times that doesn't make you gay and then all these people were cheering him and saying hey you straight black men listen to him mm-hmm. like i think there is on the surface it looks like they kind of want to sleep with straight black men and whatever and the fact that we don't want to play along is right are mad at us but and this is 10 for hat time why I disagree with you, Ken, is I don't really think, I think they hate us too much to even want us really for that, that much. Uh, these particular type of guys. I, I'm not talking about, I want to make sure I'm not talking about these type of, I'm not talking about all black women or all black gay men. I'm talking about this particular crowd of black women and, and gay men who hate black men vocally. Uh, the BMATs, which BMAT stands for Black Men Are Trash. I'm talking about out of this group, right? There's this contempt for black men that I can't really see them losing that much sleep over not sleeping with us. What I think really they want us to be like this for or or they hate us so much is I think a lot of times they view us as an obstacle for getting with white men, I think. I think that's really what kind of bothers Yeah, but the thing about
1: it is that, you know, white men don't engage in those conversations the way they do like these motherfuckers are i mean nose diving into this shit all the time
0: no 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 but that's not what i mean like 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 that thread um remember we were talking about remember that thread that we saw where it was a bunch of uh black women and black gay guys (laughs) complaining about how popular black dudes were in their predominantly high predominantly white high schools like on twitter right for people who are Listening at home. I know people are tired of us talking about Twitter drama all the time, but uh, it's interesting stuff because I feel like this stuff is kind of the anonymity kind of lets people talk, right? Somebody put, somebody put, I've spoken with old friends before. This is what came up on Twitter that started all this. She put, I've spoken with old friends before it seemed like the black dudes at our predominantly white school were more likely slash able to assimilate than us black girls and it was a weird way to start a thread like it just came out of nowhere i don't know why i guess her and her old friends were reminiscing on high school (coughs) Excuse me. That's just weird to me, right? Why would you reminisce on high school? And your reminiscing would be, man, didn't those white people really just love the black guys more than us? Like, is this a weird thing to say? Like, like you're reminiscing. But, but how many times have we about. said
1: over and over again, I think I might have quote tweeted that. And I was like, you're still stuck in high school. Like, you can't get over something that happened to you in high school because of whatever whatever issue you had mentally physically whatever was going on maybe you just weren't attractive maybe you just wasn't you know so but that's not just them that's a that's a um that's a phenomenon and an issue that goes on with a lot of people especially with like a lot of those uh mg towel dudes you know what i'm saying the motherfuckers are stuck they're stuck back there